Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 291 of the Root Cause Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Audrey, and today we're talking about kind of the part two to our psoriasis root causes. Today we're talking about what to do about those root causes. We talked about a lot of different ways and reasons that psoriasis is not a disease of the skin, that the skin is just a symptom of an underlying root cause. And so today we're going to dive a little bit deeper and kind of focus in on the execution part of what to do. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I'd love to introduce myself. I'm a root cause clinician and I specialize in helping you to stop masking symptoms, start healing from the root cause, all of those chronic issues, illnesses, symptoms, and even autoimmune diseases. I tend to work with people who have tried it all and still aren't at the level of health and wellness that they desire and deserve. So we work together using a non-traditional approach. It includes functional nutrition, naturopathy, wellness, and energy medicine. I specialize in helping you to start your own root cause revolution to rebalance your body so you can heal for good. So if you're done with band-aids and ready for real healing solutions, you're in the right place. Last week on Wellness Wednesday, we talked about the root causes of psoriasis, common root causes, also known as psoriasis. Uh, psoriasis triggers. We talked about how it's often triggered or driven by a bacterial infection first. Um, it can also be triggered by leaky gut. A root, another root causes food sensitivities, buildup of toxins, stress, uh, nutrient de- deficiencies, and hormonal fluctuations. We also dove into kind of those conventional medical treatments for masking the symptoms of psoriasis. So today we're going to talk about healing psoriasis, how you can start healing psoriasis at the root. First, let's start by addressing all of those common root causes that we just talked about. Now, typically that root cause of, uh, of, of a bacterial infection is in the past. So the result of that infection is generally where you find that leaky gut and those food sensitivities. So there's a couple different things Um, that I recommend here. Number one for leaky gut, right? Usually this happens with a bacterial overgrowth, candida, parasite infection, um, sometimes just an insufficiency of the good guys. And maybe that was caused by that infection we talked about by the antibiotics used to treat it. Maybe you've been using non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medications for a long time, Advil or antacids for a long time. It could simply be about your food choices. Now, the interesting thing is that a lot of practitioners will point you towards, we got to fix the gut, we got to fix the gut, we got to fix the gut. But I have a little bit different approach. I don't think we fix the gut. We don't heal and seal the gut until we make sure we have gotten rid of the buildup of toxins and the food sensitivities. Um, So the second thing on that list is food sensitivities. Now, food triggers are very, very often involved in psoriasis activation and exacerbation. I talked about on the last episode, mostly I see gluten, dairy, eggs, and sugar as triggers here. But you can still eat a delicious, healthy, nutritious, and satisfying diet by making a few quick swaps. You might can guess that I'm going to ask you to go gluten-free, dairy-free, Uh, and egg-free for at least a period of time. 
Now, when we work together, I typically have clients do something called a food mood poop journal. And in that food mood poop journal, I want to know for five days in a row what you ate. I don't really care how much you ate, but what you ate. So was it a cheeseburger and french fries? Was it a salad with grilled chicken and ranch dressing and cheese on it? And then I also, the mood part is you keeping track of all the symptoms that happen during the day, even if it's just mood changes. That last part, the poop part, which is the part nobody wants to talk about, is how often you have bowel movements. And then I ask you to put them in a rating system called the Bristol School Stool Chart, which rates um, bowel movements from liquid to constipation, you know, like hard pellets. Um Now, the second thing we can do, if we can't get any information from the free five-day test, right, then we might suggest doing a food sensitivity test. Now, if you are a human like myself (laughs) that can can look at something and say, this is a problem for me um, and get rid of it completely, then we don't necessarily need to do a food sensitivity test. But for a lot of people, food sensitivity tests can be really um, confirming that you're on the right track, even though it might be hard. So a food sensitivity test can tell us if you are sensitive to a whole host of things, um, but including those major triggers for psoriasis that I talked about. So the sugar, the gluten, the dairy, and the eggs. Um, It can also point us to, you know, the flip side of that, if you've given up gluten, dairy, eggs, and a lot of sugar, at least processed sugar, then it can point us to... um, whether or not there is some insidious sensitivity that we might not think about, things that you should not be sensitive to. Like I, I use on many episodes a client of mine that had uh, had a a sensitivity to avocado. So she thought she was eating everything right, and it ended up being um, avocados that was triggering her issues, right? So a lot of times we need to look at those things. Um, We need to transition to gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free life um, at least pretty quickly. You'll notice a few digestive system symptoms and a few non-digestive symptoms start to vanish, even if you aren't sensitive. Things like bloating, skin rashes, itchiness, dandruff, acne, brain fog, low energy. Those are the things that tend to fall off first. If one of those things is your primary trigger, then what I see a lot of times, and I've seen this many, many times, usually eggs, this seems to happen with the most, um, but you may see a complete reversal in your psoriasis symptoms. Now, this doesn't mean that it's gone, but a complete reversal in your psoriasis symptoms in 48 to 72 hours. It can be that powerful. Rather than focusing on the things you need to get rid of, which again, there are some things to get rid of here, you want to make sure that you increase certain things when you are trying to combat and really um, heal from the root cause of psoriasis. You want to eat, you're going to be craving sugar. So in place of the sugar, the the candy bars and the candy and the sweet teas and the Cokes, you want to do things like papayas and wild blueberries, raspberries and strawberries. You want to make sure you eat uh, plenty of celery. Um, and this is a good kind of point to put in here. A lot of people say, well, Audrey, can I drink celery juice? <laughs> um, and I'm not against drinking celery juice, but we do need to make sure that it is organic celery juice and that it's not your only strategy. It really doesn't work in a vacuum as advertised for most people. You also want to increase cruciferous vegetables. Those are things like broccoli, cauliflower, cauliflower, and Brussels sprouts. Um, You want to increase cucumbers, leafy greens, sprouts, microgreens, sweet potatoes, cilantro, if you're one of those people that it doesn't taste like soap for, uh, garlic, ginger, turmeric, and... 
chaga mushrooms. Now, I'll put a little asterisk by chaga mushrooms because if mold is one of the reasons why you have psoriasis, mold exposure, then you want to wait until um, that mold exposure is healed until you start to add things like mushrooms. Now, these aren't the only foods to eat. These are just foods that you want to be adding into your diet as often as possible in order to heal from the root cause of psoriasis or one of the root causes. Again, a food sensitivity test may be prudent for you. Uh, It often helps you to skip some of those steps. Um, A food mood poop journal is important for everyone. And for those, like I said, that are like me and can just say, I'm not going to have that anymore and be okay with it, um, then that is also a good option for you as well. Now, another thing that can happen is the buildup of toxins. Toxins are caused um, either by recurring or ongoing exposures to toxins or poor detoxification pathways. Before we do any detoxing, the very first thing we have to do is make sure that those detoxification, detoxification pathways are open and flowing. One of the most common clues as to whether or not your detox pathways are open or not is whether or not you are having um, two well-formed, one to two really, but at least one to two well-formed bowel movements every single day. Um, That is the start. And a lot of people, you'd be surprised, aren't having that. If you're not having one to two bowel movements a day, you are constipated, okay? Um, So this is something that you really, really have to take into consideration before you do any kind of diet any kind of detox. So I'll often start people on drainage and energy pathways. And I actually have a little course that you can purchase. I'll link it in the show notes today. I want to say it's 25, 30 bucks. Um, Just a real quick course to get you started. It explains all the drainage pathways, why it's important and what you can do to get those drainage pathways open. And I give a supplement, uh, a supplemental like program, as well as uh, one without supplements and how to combine the two. Uh, I always tell people, and the reason why I started with food here is because you can't out supplement a bad diet. You can't out supplement a bad lifestyle. Um, supplements, herbs, all of those things are incredibly powerful. That's why they've been a lot around so long, but they uh, are not cure-alls. They, they cannot overcome, at least for long, um, you not making changes in the way you live your life. Okay. Which is a really good segue into number four, stress, right? That was one of the root causes that we talked about. Ongoing chronic or significant short-term stress is a root cause for psoriasis. This happens because it activates the immune system, but there are things that you can do to um, relieve this stress. Now, stress is kind of a funny thing. And so is stress relief, really, because it's a little bit different for everyone. And I am a firm believer in you finding ways to off-gas your stress and prevent stress from having the same impact on you. This could be meditation or prayer practice twice a day. Um, statistically, like via studies, you need to spend about 20 to 25 minutes uh, a minimum of once a day in meditation in order to for it to have a positive impact on stress. There are all sorts of little things you can do, such as um, if you have a, an Apple Watch, you can do the mindfulness or breathing exercises on the Apple Watch. There are apps galore out there. I really like uh, Tapping Source, which is a good app, and it's kind of a meditation in motion so that it you're not so easily bored and distracted. Um, You can also do headspace. There are a number of apps out there that you can do. Um, You can incorporate prayer into that if you wish. You can also 
turn activities of daily living, like washing the dishes, going on a walk, et cetera, um, in order to turn those into meditations, just being really, really present there. There are also a number of breathing techniques you can do to actively reduce the impact that stress has on your body. Um, And you could do things all the way up to cold water exposure or cold exposure, um, which is something that I'm really enjoying right now. Also, making sure you get movement into the day helps to off-gas that stress and really, really important for this and hormones, sleep. And we're going to be doing uh, a few episodes coming up in this first couple of months of 2023 on sleep and how you can maximize the amount of sleep your body gets. If you haven't downloaded my um, kickstart your your own root cause revolution, this is particularly helpful for people who are dealing with psoriasis. Um, You can really dive into that information and go through it step by step. It's a totally free download. The link will be on the show notes page, uh, like in your podcast provider. Here are some extra things that you can do. Number one is to get your mindset right. If you've ever heard the old Henry Ford quote, whether you think you can or you think you can't, either way you're right, the exact same thing goes for your health and your healing, especially when you're working on a persistent issue like psoriasis. It really, really is that simple. Um, One of the most common underlying root causes of psoriasis and really any autoimmune disease or chronic symptom lies within your mind. And so what you have to do is begin to shift your believing, make up your mind that you are capable of healing, your body is capable of healing, and you are capable of finding long-term relief and permanent remission, right? And it's not uncommon not to believe yet, but you have to realize that a belief is just a collection of thoughts that are repeated. So start your thoughts in the right direction and you will in fact believe it soon enough. And as you start to believe it, you will start to make progress in the right direction. Now I touched a minute ago on sleep. Again, we'll do a couple full episodes on sleep and what to do about it. Um, But you have to know that sleep is critical for your body to reset, restock all of the important messengers in our body and is important for clearing emotional and energetic issues that we are exposed to each and every day. Now, sometimes sleep issues are a bit more complicated than a good nighttime routine. But if you download that free guide, it gives you five things that you can do to reset your sleep right now. Um, We did touch on stress. We talked about the food. One thing I want to talk about uh, is toxins, okay? Particularly the toxins that are uh, in your products that are topical, right? So chances are, if you are like most of my psoriasis clients uh, and in my own home, even once upon a time, you probably have an entire remedy, an entire remedy cabinet or a cabinet full of remedies that promises to clear your skin of inflammation, to clear your skin of obvious signs of psoriasis. And maybe it's over-the-counter stuff. Maybe it is prescription stuff. Maybe it is a combination. If you were to flip the package over and read the ingredients, you will probably find a heap load of names that you don't recognize. So in order to take a giant step in the right direction towards permanent healing, um, put them all in a box and store them out of sight, right? Toxins can be severely triggering for psoriasis. So while you're treating or trying to treat the inflammation on 
the inside, you are adding toxins that are causing more inflammation, which leads to more skin inflammation, right? And it becomes a vicious cycle, not to mention the hormone disrupting pattern of the things around you. So I promised you that I would give you kind of a topical remedy that would help to ease the discomfort and uh, heal the outside skin without causing any of those extra toxin problems. And my favorite by far is a product called psoriasis honey. I am in no way affiliated with psoriasis honey. I don't make any money by telling you about it. Um, It's just a really, really solid, good product. Um, I recommend their, um, it's the oil, it's in a, a dropper. They call it their skin serum. They also have a bath soak, a cream, uh, body lotion and shampoo and conditioner. I haven't seen as good results with the shampoo and conditioner um, or the other products, but the serum is really, really powerful and it doesn't take much at all. So I highly, highly recommend that that product for a topical product to help your psoriasis heal. So I think we've covered everything, uh, that we mentioned in the last episode about reasons, right? Leaky gut. Leaky gut is what we're going to work on very, very last, although getting rid of NSAIDs, uh, antibiotics, toxin stress, poor food choices, making sure your vitamin D levels are increased. um, All of those things will serve to help your gut heal when the time is right. We're going to address food sensitivities, either first with a food mood poop journal, then with either food sensitivity test or relying on our ability to give up gluten, dairy, eggs and processed sugars. When I say processed sugars, by the way, I should should point out that you can have honey, you can have fruit. Those are different. What we're not doing is having anything in a package that contains sugar. We are addressing the buildup of toxins by addressing our drainage and energy pathways. Um, you can do that either one on one with me. You can also grab the the cost for less than a the cost of a, the course, the class. I guess I should say for less than the cost of a copay. And we're also really, really working to address our stress. Addressing our stress will help us to address hormonal fluctuations. Uh, Addressing our nutrition will help us to address our nutrient deficiencies. And all of that will put us on the right path to permanently be free of psoriasis through nutrition, micronutrients, lifestyle adaptations, right? Also, psoriasis honey, again, is a great option for you if you are needing something topical for right now. So thank you so much for listening to this episode today. I am always rooting for you, friend. I hope you will join me on Friday for the Ask Audrey episode where we will be talking about hiatal hernias and whatever additional questions pop up. Thanks again for listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.